Hey, it's Mark Striegel. Happy New Year. Welcome back to another episode of the Talking Rock podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Joey Haney. Happy New Year, Joey. Happy New Year to you, Mark, and to all your family, and I hope everything's going well down there in Jersey. Yeah, it's going all right, man. It's going all right. Um, we are... I don't know. I'm I'm just hopeful for this year, you know. I, I'm getting the yeah. vaccine on Thursday. So oh, nice. the follow-up is, I guess, it's the Moderna one. So then I go, like, February 4th or something for the final installment of the the two-shot deal. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it I'm in, sounds I'm like... In the, I'm in the queue right now, so... Are uh, you? <laughs> yeah, I'm in the, I'm in the queue. Uh, Texas is a big state, so we're just kind of waiting for a confirmation so yeah <laughs> yeah well it, i feel a little bad because i'm not a healthcare worker and i'm not a uh, in a high risk so i will briefly explain what happened it's kind of a long story but basically my county here in new jersey uh their website to sign up for the vaccine went live before the CDC offered their guidelines, which apparently aren't rules, they're just guidelines on how they suggest the vaccine be distributed and who gets it first and whatnot. So being the crazy person that I am, the second the website went live, which was like Essex, that's my county, EssexCOVID.org, mm-hmm. I was there typing my name in, like literally within minutes of it going live. Now, there were some problems with the website basically in that the CDC guidelines that were coming literally the next day um, hadn't really been factored in to the questionnaire. So I filled out all this stuff like, and it, it came through and it was like, okay, your, your application is being considered. We'll let you know. And so a couple days go by, I didn't hear anything. I got a text message, you know, that was it say, saying what I just said. Yeah. Uh, I went back on, I tried to fill it out again. And this time I was blocked. Like the first question was, are you a healthcare worker? And I put no. And it's like, try back again. Sorry. So anyways, yeah, yeah, yesterday, was it yesterday? I'm trying to, it was, uh, no, it was Sunday. It was two days ago. I get this email and it's like, you've been approved for the vaccine. I'm like, what the hell? And meanwhile, you know, Cuomo of our neighboring state, New York, Governor Cuomo, he's on saying anybody who's not a healthcare worker is going to, you know, risks a fine if we find out they've gotten the vaccine. So I'm all freaked <laughs> out. I'm like, I don't know if that is the same in New Jersey. So I call no. the county and it takes me literally like 33 times to get through to the number. Ugh. Finally, they pick up, spent all morning yesterday doing this. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, there was a, you know, a little malfunction on the first day. And some people got through that weren't healthcare workers. And basically what we're doing is when we have a slot, when we fill out our weekly schedule, when we have a slot that we don't have a healthcare worker slated into, instead of, you know, just letting that slot go empty, we're pulling from the pool of people who signed up the first day and dropping them in. So he said, you're totally legal. You're totally 100 percent, you know, going to get the vaccine. Bring your driver's license or picture ID. But I just feel bad because here my mom has diabetes. She should be getting it before me. You know, uh, Emily right. has asthma. And here I'm like this perfectly healthy guy uh, going f- for the vaccine um, on on Thursday in two days. So it's kind of crazy, but what, what am I going to do? Say no. I mean, I'm going to go for it. Right. I'm doing the right thing. Right, Joey. 
Sure. I mean, but also like the fact that they're just, you know, and of course I am 100% for anybody who wants to get it, getting it, especially of course, healthcare workers. But, but like I'm sitting here going, okay, so you're telling me that retail people aren't allowed, even though they probably run as much exposure eh, a little, definitely a little under healthcare workers, but right. they see so many people and so many unique people throughout the day. It's like, they should definitely be 100% pushed through as well because you know, damn, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's, okay. that's the, I believe the CDC guidelines, unless it's state guidelines, I think it's CDC guidelines are saying that, that, uh, you know, work, retail workers will actually be in line before like, you know, people who work from home and have no health issues. So we'll see, but it seems highly unorganized, uh, federally <laughs> and statewide. And the fact that I, I'm getting it. I feel like, you know, I'm a guy in his early fifties. I, I think I'm probably, I'm physically in the best shape of my life. I'm, you know, and I probably should be the last to get it. Uh, but, but no, I'm going to be one of the first. So having said that, well, it's I'll like, be it's ready like concert to rock, tickets. man. You're just waiting in line in concert tickets, like back in the day in the eighties, you know? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be ready to rock. Out, man. Got I got, them. I got ministry in April. I'll be fully vaccinated, mm-hmm. ready to rock. I, I'm wondering if that show will actually happen, but uh, nope. I do have ministry, and um, I'm I'm hopeful that listen. If once once this they figure this out and figure out how to get it into the people's arms quickly, that that this is gonna I think I hope move quickly. I think we're in the beginning stages here. Things are are not clear yet, but I think once we figure it out, I, I would hope this moves quickly and. I don't know. Are you thinking you're going to go to any shows this year, Joey? I mean, I hope so. I mean, you know, the Kiss David Lee Roth show got rescheduled for this coming fall. And Punk Rock Bowling in Vegas says they're going to happen. I'm pretty leery about that one because, you know, it's in the first half of the year, right at the end of it. But still, Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I hope so, man. I just uh, I want everything to be good. I will say this when everything clears up, I'm going to remember who did the right thing and who didn't, you know, uh, as far as where I put my dollar. That's for sure. And I hope everybody else does as well. Right now. Now, can you expand on that a bit? Like what what do you mean? Are you talking about states? Are you talking about bands? Are you talking about stores? Like, what do you, what do you mean by that? That's a big, I hear what you're saying, but that's a big statement. Why? Well, statement. I'll say, let's just keep it into the music realm since we are talking rock here. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, I, obviously there's been some, you know, people have their voice on social media. So, you know, you just tend to remember who was being, you know, who was like, uh, okay, here's a good example. Um, one of the biggest metal bands in your area, for sure, Stalwarts, uh, Overkill. Uh, they, right. you know, during this whole thing, and not just pandemic talk, we're talking social talk, we're talking things that are going on in this world, you know, the the awful things and things that led to protests and things such as that. Uh, Overkill was like, we are in full support of, you know, Black Lives Matter and things like that and, you know, and, and stuff like that. So... That was a pretty big gamble for them as far as their fan base goes, in in my opinion. So, like, that, and I already like the band, but that makes me like, okay, you know, I'll remember that once everything kind of comes around again, honestly, you know, as far as supporting bands over time. Uh, You know, younger, newer bands like Power Trip, 
you know, they're doing the right thing. Haunt, they're doing the right thing, you know, as far as, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, being on the right side of history. So, you know, things like that, it does help. I mean, you know, it doesn't, it's not the absolute, absolute bottom line as it concerns most people or even me sometimes. But, you know, it's one of those things where when push comes to shove, you know, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, what my instinct tells me to go with as far as, you know, who I support and things such as that, whether it be concert tickets or buying records or what have you. Right on. And I will, you know, I know people hate it when I get political and I've had complaints about that recently because uh, ah. I, I went political on my Patreon only podcast. And believe me, I found out that half of my my listeners, the 35 people who support me on Patreon and get that private podcast, didn't like that and don't didn't agree with what I was saying. So I mm-hmm. get it. And, and I, I do try to limit the political talk. However, I will go there right now with a band I supported this New Year's Eve with a $40 viewing fee, a kiss. I mean, Stanley, yeah. my, Paul Stanley, I, I give the guy credit because this is a guy who is pretty moderate. I mean, from what I remember, I remember him hanging out yeah. with like, who is the secretary of state uh, for George Bush? Was it Susan uh, Rice? Oh, Condoleezza oh, Rice. Condoleezza Rice, yeah. yeah. Like you hanging out with her and seeing, being proud to have his picture with her and, and always kind of feeling that eh, maybe he leans a little bit to the right maybe he's more moderate but this guy with his stance against the anti-maskers and the the people who are endangering our lives and prolonging our comeback i i i have so much respect for him and again within his fan base i mean all you have to do is read his twitter feed when when he when he drops something and he's gotten more politically um Charged. Charged, yeah, and, and vocal against his criticism of Trump. So I, I don't know, which can't be a good business decision, I would think, but he feels so strongly about it that he's he's he goes there. Well, I mean, Paul, is ne- he's never been able to slay the dragon of what I call the kiss birthers, you know, people that just refuse to accept any other lineup other than the original. Right. Uh, so, yeah, there's some political talk for you. Right. So it's yeah. like if you, if you can't beat them, then you might as well just go all in because like Paul could just post a photo of himself with no caption and no mask and people would still be, be like, bring back Ace and Peter. You yeah. Know? Like, so he can't win. So you might as well be like, man, screw it. Peace of mind at this point. I, I just, I say go for it, you know? So, yeah. and you know, he'll get trash. He gets trash for anything he does. Soul station, wearing a mask, riding a bike, uh, painting, you know, like, so man, yeah. just, you might as well go for it. <laughs> so well, one thing on I the won't... other hand, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. On the other hand, like, you know, you go look up the political stance of Dubai as, as a whole and you're just like, huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that also. <laughs> yeah. It's the whole thing with the Dubai concert was interesting, and but I will say this, that I thoroughly enjoyed it and spent the $40 on it. I was technically worried about how it was going to work. I didn't want to sit in the basement staring at my computer uh, mm-hmm. watching it. So I was a little nervous about that. But it, once you paid for it, it gave you real good instructions on how to get it up on your Roku or Apple TV. Apple TV is what I did. And we sat in the bedroom and and, and watched it. And it was, it was great fun. I do believe Paul was not using those tracks that he 
may or may not have been using on the uh, end of the road tour. And, you know, I will say that he, I thought he sounded great. I loved hearing the yeah. cracks in his voice here and there. I loved hearing sure. a bum note from Gene on the bass during like the second or third song. I, 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 I don't, I don't have an issue with that. And I wonder if, if he was uh, the, because as far as I'm concerned, he sang 100% live, and it yeah. is it when he's out on the road. I mean, the voice is a muscle that yeah. you're doing night after night after night that you really sometimes need a a, a few nights for it to fully recover. And I wonder if mm-hmm. that's if he were using tracks on the end of the road tour, if that's why. And the fact that, okay, this was a one-off and he felt confident enough that he could go in there and, and do it without tracks, uh, because yeah, he killed it, man. I thought he was good. I thought he was yeah. really good. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I was on Kiss Cruise too, and I thought he sounded fine. Uh, although like, Cruise? you know, did I know that? I don't know. For some reason I didn't. Yeah. We, yeah. we talked about that oh, we did? Uh, okay. it was years ago though, but yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, he sounded good there, but I think it's always a matter of, like, there's a little bit of time off and distance between those and some of the shows they might have been doing. Just time off is always going to be better for your voice no matter what. You know, even though you do need to keep using it, as far as the push, as uh, David Lee Roth calls it, you know, people don't pay you for the first 10 songs. They pay you for the 20 songs. If you can't get past that middle part, you know, then you're not doing it right. But, yeah, it's... uh, I think just the fact that he hasn't been doing, you know, what, however many dates they had scheduled for 2020, probably like around at least 100 plus, I would guess, if not more, uh, because they are on that big, you know, into the road tour. So they were going everywhere where there's electricity because they're saying this is it, you know, and I actually believe him this time because, I mean, you really just cannot do this. We talked about this. They're they're just getting too old to do these big world tours. So I get it, you know, and I actually believed him, but I think Paul's no, no dummy. If he's this conscious on social media and things such as that, then he's been reading the comments. And even if he wasn't reading the comments, uh, whenever they were on the initial couple of legs of this farewell tour, he was now like in this time off in the last year, he definitely read all these comments. So he had something to prove. Maybe there was something to prove there absolutely man and and he can't tell me and and even all the criticisms and and things that him and gene have said over the years about internet fans yeah it used to be the vocal minority but now it's the majority because everybody's online everybody's on some sort of social media or another so it is the voice of the people it truly is if it's not then tell me why the last two presidents of this, this united states weren't active on twitter and campaigned thoroughly on twitter so it is a thing now so when you see comments, no matter how stupid they are or how smart they are, that's that's people, you know. Yeah. So, you know, he saw I mean, can you imagine how many just thousands and thousands of comments are, are people about talking about him using tracks? And yeah, he was using tracks. I'll just say it. I caught him doing it like I, I you know, you see the little video screens, you know, in the arena. I caught him missing a few uh Right. Uh, things. And I heard his voice. You know, it's kind of like a. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like and I mean, you can go online. There's people like, himself. well, he, he tracked this song, but not that song. I mean, it's pretty sure. well documented. And, and here's the thing. Like they get picked on because they're Kiss, because they put themselves out there as a spectacle. So they've always had the critical hate. But you, here, here's a band that doesn't have hardly any critical hate. Uh, a, a band like ZZ Top. And I love ZZ Top. I'm a freaking Texan. It's like a birthright 
plus like they're huge with my family. So I hate to say this, but Billy Gibbons uses tracks. There's a couple of, there's a handful of songs that he just doesn't even sing. And he puts his face in front of the mic and it magically comes out of a tape thing. Really? And those are all yeah. the eliminator songs, by the way. So, yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. So everybody, everybody's doing it. You know, Steel Panther does shows and like, Hey, we're 40% live tonight. You know, oh, man. Like, I saw, so. yeah, I saw Steel Panther in, in at heavy Montreal. And I, I tell you, I could not freaking believe it. I mean, it was like, it sounded like, it, and it was so phony sounding. I, yeah. It was unreal. I mean, I, I, it, but they get, they get that pass because they're a comedy band in a sense, like, you know, so, and I, I, I'm entertained by them for the most part, but like I yeah. said, Kiss is like, they're the standard bearer for concerts, you know, at this point, you know, everybody, you know, whether it's Mariah, Metallica, Garth, you know, they, they all owe their stage performances to Kiss, but also to Alice Cooper, let's be fair. Uh, so it's like, I think there's that criticism, you know, that comes, okay, we're going way back here, but like East Coast critics and things such as that, that like hate bands that put on shows. It's like, no, we like the Grateful Dead. Kiss is a hack band, you know, so, you know, they are always going to be the target. So like I said, you know, everybody... Almost everybody, I don't say everybody, but almost everybody uses tracks, especially in a big arena setting. But I like the fact that Paul went out there and sang live just to get it back to the Dubai show. Everybody was singing live. You could tell. And yeah, there were flaws in his voice. But man, he hasn't sounded that great top to bottom, you know, probably in about a decade. And I think the time off was actually good for him. So in the case of like saying time off can be a bad thing, it was good for him in that sense. And yeah. I actually didn't watch it, but I listened to it on Sirius because I was I was really happy last minute. to That kind of pushed me back to, you know, because it just wasn't financially responsible for me to get the pay-per-view. Plus, right. uh, as as a consumer and as a lover of physical media, I was like, they're going to sell this on Blu-ray, DVD, CD. So I'm going to buy that package when it comes out. But I was very happy to listen to it on Sirius. And I thought they sounded great. I was just listening to it without watching it. And it's two different things, but you can kind of get the visual in your head, you know, as someone who grew up in a live. Uh, so I was entertained by just the audio aspect of it. They sounded great. Absolutely. And I do want to segue off a of kiss for our last part of the show here, but I will just leave it on this. And Tommy Thayer gets so much shit still from people. And yeah. when watching that show and listening to that show from Dubai, that guy is the glue, man. I mean, he, he, he is the, even Emily said, you know, he's driving things with those riffs. I mean, Eric Singer, I, I, if I wanted to be 100% honest, I thought if anyone in the band sounded a little sluggish, it was him uh, from yeah. the Dubai show and looked a little sluggish. Maybe it was the visual. I don't know. He just seemed, uh, I don't know if he's gained a lot of weight or, or whatever, but he just seemed a little like, sluggish to me and sounded yeah. that way but there man and that's that's probably to be expected i've always been a eric singer defender and everything but yeah. i could see that guy having the whole year off basically and you know yeah maybe he's not playing every day and also a drummer a drummer and how old is he man he's like he's got to be 60 right yeah yeah he's getting in At his least. 60s now he's yeah if, if not he's like there. late 50s so yeah, yeah, 62. It's, it's, 62. He's not a young man. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's tough on drummers, man. I, I feel bad for drummers in the grand scheme of things. So, yeah, but great show. And we will segue now off of Kiss. Um, 
you know, you asked me before we started rolling tape here what I thought were some of the best records of 2020. And it's a question I haven't thought about. And I, I am always hesitant to just throw things out there because I forget so much stuff. But I mean, I really enjoyed the Armored Saint record that yeah. was out this year. I, despite what a lot of the hardcore people have said, I really enjoyed the Ozzy Osbourne record. I thought that that was a great listen. Um, I'm trying to yeah. think of what else. How about you? Yeah, the the Ozzy thing. I, I actually liked most of the Ozzy record. Yeah, and he got a lot of shit for that. But I I can at least defend ACDC about at was least seventy five percent. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. I I, uh, you know, and I'm always on the hunt for you know off the beaten path things. And uh, my friends at Cobras and Fire kept uh, hounding me about uh and just on their show and just personally about Massive Wagons and. People gotta check that band out. They've been around for okay. over a decade, and they're they're great. Okay. <laughs> so I don't want to put too much of a spoiler out there, but let's just say they're gonna do really well on my countdown on Rock Strikes Ten for 2020, which is out this week. Uh, so yeah, I would say just rock, rock, rock and roll. Massive wagons uh, okay. for sure. So one of my favorite rock albums of the whole year. My biggest surprise, but mine mine turned into like, what year is this? Like that's the meme right now. What year is this? Because like bands that I liked 20 years ago, but haven't really enjoyed for the last 20 years, had surprisingly good albums. Right. Uh, and a band that I always want to like, but their records just haven't been connecting with me is Seven Dust. And their new album is real good. Yeah. Uh, I got to give it up for them for putting out one of the surprises of the year. Uh, and I, like I said, I always root for them because I think, I think they're really, I, I know from people that know him and even just when they come on your show, Mark, they're good guys. You could just yeah, tell. Yeah. You could tell when people are genuine and good dudes. And I've met them before. They've always they were nice to me. And I love those first two albums. And I just haven't enjoyed a lot of the stuff since then. I know that this is like their thirteenth album. So right. now I'm kind of sitting there like, maybe if I go back and do some retrospective listening, uh, maybe I might like some of those albums. But man, I love that record. And Stone Temple Pilots. That record. Okay. Did you hear that record? No. No. That. Yeah, that one is, uh, and I don't know why I, because the last record they put out with the new singer, uh, Jeff, I think is his name. I can't remember his name. I feel so bad. I'm a bad host. But I was like, you know, doing that trepidatious thing like, oh, I don't want to listen to this because they got a guy from a game show and blah, blah, blah. And it, it's got all the makings of a bad idea. But th that last studio album they did with him was real good. Uh, I enjoyed it. And it just, it it's it was good on the initial listen, but it grows better. Uh, so I always like that. But this new one, they took a really ballsy chance and did an all like mellow, soft rock acoustic based album. Okay. Which sounds like death, but man, like, and, and apparently they had already finished it before 2020. Like they recorded the whole thing, like prior to 2020 for the most part. All right. But it sounds like they did it in a response to 2020. So it's just like this weird, like, escapism mellow soft rock album and that was my big surprise of pretty much the entire year so and it's not like it's it's probably bumble uh excuse me it's probably bubbling around in my top 10 okay. like in the in the bottom part of it but over man if you just need a good record to put headphones on or like you know when you go walking or whatever put that one on that one will get you right so. on Right on. Yeah, I like the the poppy record too. I disagree. I thought it was so out there and and weird, 
And yeah. I know it's a little teeny bopper, but I did like that. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm just, this is off the top of my head. I know there's things I'm obviously missing trying to think of who we had guests yeah. on. Oh, the, the Licorice Quartet, who didn't really release yeah. a, a full record, but they released some EPs and some singles and stuff in 2020. I did uh, enjoy that. Of course, that's ex-members of, of Jellyfish. And yeah, I did an interview with the guy from the Licorice Quartet. And yeah. I don't know, I guess no one cares about Jellyfish because it, it didn't, It honestly, it didn't do well. Like my neighbor oh. and I talking about Star Wars, like got like, literally like 50 times more people listening wow. to it. So. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah, I yeah. love those guys and I loved Imperial drag and yeah, you know, any, any Roger Manning, uh, family tree kind of thing I, I'm on board with. And by the way, uh, Roger Manning solo albums just got reissued on vinyl by the yeah. way. So if you're, yeah, he, if you're he deep mentioned on that them, in the interview for, so, so yeah, well, I don't know those records. I'm just kind of getting into those solo records now, but but what what a talent, and I'm I'm glad mm-hmm. he's back. I hope uh, the Licorice Quartet do well, uh, you know. And I I'm really encouraged by what I've heard from them so far. And there's another EP on the way. <clears throat> so uh, yeah. So as far as concerts go, you think Vegas Roth and Kiss might be happening? When is that, Joey? Because I I would like to come out for that. Yeah. Uh, well, as far as the Roth Vegas residencies, there's no announcement still. They're just on hold, like indefinitely. Uh, we still have our tickets uh, as pretty much anybody that had tickets for anything. We all still have right. our tickets. <laughs> uh, no announcement for the Vegas stuff, which is interesting because I guess, you know, probably the, those shows may have sold enough to where it's like, well, if we did them, we couldn't social distance still at this point. So so right. I guess they're going to have to reconfigure. Uh, so like I said, I think the one that I think will happen the most is going to be the Roth kiss thing. And hopefully Roth will still be on the bill. Uh, but like this one's scheduled for like September, or October. So I got to think, yeah, I know they run, like, they have the, a show in New cool. Jersey, you know, in, in August, I think it is. Um, or maybe it's September, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm a little, I'm punk rock bowling in Vegas, the festival I'm, nervous about because they said that they have a new date and it's going to be around you know memorial day weekend or whatever in in may and i'm just like okay well a lot's have a lot's going to have to happen between now and then for me to be like festival because it's it'd be one thing to go to a club where if you went to that show anyway there would be like that amount of people there like kind of a smaller capacity right it's easier to social distance and all this other stuff but a festival that's uh that's a entirely new sport in my opinion so yeah yeah it it should be interesting to see i i think april and may are, are really iffy at this point um but most people are ruling them out for concerts i'm i'm not quite there yet so especially just seeing how easy it was for me to get the vaccine. I mean, maybe I'm, I'm the exception, but we'll, we'll see how, right. how quick, you know, let's talk at the end of February and see where things are at. Sure. Um, you know, but I'm not ruling the, the spring out entirely yet, but I, I know most people are so cool, man. Well, we're going to have to wrap it up here for today, but um, we've been talking kiss. We've been talking about, music from 2020 is there like one song that we could end with joey that really stood out or uh or you or, or we're still playing music on this show right 
Yeah, why not? I mean, screw it. Ah, And it, before we it. do that, is there anything else you wanted to cover? I didn't mean to bring it to a no. quick conclusion. No, no, I uh I think I said I think I got all my leads in there. So, yeah, right. I mean, uh let's do this one. I'm going to tease my top 10 uh once again for this week on Rock Strikes 10 cuz as of this recording, I posted the two odds and ends for 2020, which you're okay, probably going to hate check this those episode, out. Mark, because oh, really? uh, there's a lot of pandemic video, uh, songs on there. So. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> like the pandemic jams, as I right, call them. Right, right. Pandemic power ballads. <laughs> but no, no, there's actually some other good stuff on there. So if you're inclined, but you're definitely going to want to check out the top 40. Absolutely. Uh, I'll, be post- I'll be posting part one today and, you know, for the next three days after oh, that. Uh, so this this one will do Top pretty well. Forty from twenty twenty, right? Yeah, I listened wow, okay. to like oh well, I listened to like over sixty records, and you know, I I, I initially was gonna go with the top twenty because it made sense twenty of twenty, you know. But yeah. since I didn't play a whole lot of new music on the show this last year, I figured ah, let's just let's just get it all in there. So top forty, uh, this one will do pretty well. I'll just okay. spoil it and say this will definitely be in the top ten. The band Wildlife from Your Neck of the Woods. Okay. W Y L D L I F E. Okay. And they got an album called Year of the Snake. So let's close on this one Neon Nightmare. Perfect. All right, man. Follow me on Twitter at Talking Metal. And Joey, you're on, uh, you're on Twitter, but more active on Facebook. Is that right? Yeah, but uh, on Twitter at Rock Strikes 10. It's all spelled right. out. Okay. And uh, cool. yeah, find me on Facebook and find Rock Strikes 10 wherever you can. And Talking Rock still on all the you know formats. And, and welcome back, Talking Metal as well. Yeah. It's good to have yep. it back. Thanks. N- new format, no music. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is weird, but I'm getting used to it. Cool, man. All right, little music to take us out. Thanks. Thanks, Joey. All right, Mark. We'll see you soon. Yeah.